Welcome back, Sports Huddle. Mike Max, Dave Mona, Sid Hartman. And joined by Rob McClanahan as we look 40 years later. Of course, the miracle on ice, and uh, we'll get to that in a minute. In fact, Rob Sid Hartman just told me, I wish I had known they were going to win that thing. I'd have gone out to Lake Placid. <laughs> Rob, well, Rob you are now going, coaching at Blake, Blake High School. You came out of retirement, so to speak. You weren't in retirement, but to take over that program. And across the street, you played an interesting game yesterday as part of Hockey Minnesota, Minnesota Day in Hockey, uh, outdoor ice at Parade, which sits right across from Blake High School there. What, what was that like yesterday? It was windy. It was cold. It was what? Well, it was outdoor hockey. Yep. It was a great. It was a great venue. You had a lot of uh, local supporters who worked endlessly to make sure the ice was in good shape and to make sure that the venue uh, turned out to be as good as it turned out to be. It was a. It was a great day, not just for Blake and Blaine, but for Warroad and Minneapolis, and for the Gopher women and the Ohio State Buckeye women. So it was a phenomenal day. And don't forget that they had games on Thursday. Blake girls played Grand Rapids. Yep. And so they had they had some great great games there over the last couple of days. Rob, uh, there must be a typo here because I went online and first of all, a belated happy birthday. It was your birthday a week ago, but it says nineteen fifty eight, age sixty two. That that can't be because we all can close <laughs> our eyes and just it doesn't feel like that long ago. I mean, when oh, I say it, I'm talking about obviously nineteen eighty. Every time I step on the ice, it feels longer and longer. I'll say that. <laughs> there is that. Yeah. And I, with every passing day, guys, I get better and better. Don't we all? And speaking of that, Sid Hartman asked us, yeah. and at nearing 100, he's almost perfect, Sidney. Hey, right. you still have a reunion of the hockey team that beats the Russians? Yep, Sid, we do. As a matter of fact, we're going to get together uh, late February out in Las Vegas. <laughs> uh, we're going to have a couple things going on, and it's going to be a great time to get together. We're going to be able to bring some of our family members and we're going to enjoy, you know, the good thing now is that we don't play anymore, but we still enjoy each other's company. Now, Rob, if, you, if your team, current team, your high school team, asked you about that experience, and obviously they've only seen it through movies or whatever else, a miracle movie or documentaries, whatever it is, how would you explain that to them, what you went through, and, and, and how can you take that and maybe use a couple of teaching tools for them? Oh, Mike, uh, they don't really, they haven't, we haven't really talked directly about it. Uh, but I, I know they're aware that um, in practices, I incorporate a lot of what Herbie did with us and incorporate it with uh, my players at Blake, and th- they've bought in big time. The biggest thing that I try to do is to make sure in practice that during a portion of the practices that they're outside of their comfort zone in terms of skating and passing and shooting and doing it as quickly and as fast as they possibly can and and i and i truly mean that pushing them because if if we get them outside their comfort zone in practice and they go as fast as they can games will seem slower and a little bit easier when they get into a tight spot how many of those teams how many of those guys are still involved in hockey on the other team said well you've got mark johnson who coaches the women's uh Wisconsin hockey team, who is currently ranked one or two in the country. You've got Johnny Harrington, who's down in Minnesota State, Mankato, doing a terrific job there, just kind of resurrecting that program. You know, the women's WCHA is an extremely tough conference, and especially when you've got two of the best teams in the country in Minnesota, Wisconsin. So Johnny Harrington has done that. And um, Kenny Morrow is a scout for the New York Islanders. 
So he's involved, and in, in some capacity, a lot of the guys from the team are involved, whether it be coaching or just, you know, helping out with friends and family and things like that. Rob, uh, every time we have a guest, to try to do a little bit of research, and I, you may be the first guest in the history of the sports huddle who is featured on a Paraguayan postage stamp. Yeah. I had no idea. That's a nice stamp. That's a good picture. <laughs> I had a coworker of mine who showed that to me a couple of years ago. I have no idea how that came out. Uh, <laughs> the values probably dropped because of that. But. <laughs> it's it's a GS 0.50, so I'm guessing I'd maybe like a 50-cent stamp, but... Uh, you know, that's that's bragging rights right there. I mean, yeah. you want the girls to impress. They may not know Herbie Brooks and Miracle on Ice, but to be on your own postage stamp is pretty impressive. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it is unique, I'll say that. Rob, one of the things that I've asked you about, Mike Ramsey about, and different guys over the years, you know, when you talk about that, that 80 team, and, and there are a couple of moments that stood out that I didn't realize. One was when you made the team, when, when they put, took you in the other room and, and you realized that you, you had made the cut, which we kind of forget about because we just think about what happened in, in Lake Plata. But the other one that I've heard more than one guy say is, if Herb was still alive, what would you ask him? And one of the questions that I hear is, you'd ask him, what was it you saw in me that you wanted me on the team? Because it wasn't just about getting the best players. It was about getting a certain selection of players that he saw that fit together. Uh, how does that resonate with you? And, and, and do you incorporate that into your, to your coaching as well? I don't look at, I don't, if Herbie were alive, my first question would be, or my first conversation with him would be, because I was getting to that point, was um, talking to him about what happened in the locker room after the first period of the Sweden game. Yep. When he came in and came in and chewed me out. Um, I had seen him do that to Joey Micheletti at the university. I had seen him do it to Tommy Vanelli and challenge them in front of his their teammates. Uh, but I candidly never expected Herbie to do that to me. And, um, uh, as much as it ticks me off, it's hard to argue with results. So that's one. The other, the other thing I will say that resonates with me is, is what people don't realize, and it's, it's not, there's no reason they should because we don't talk about it, but we played six months. It was a full season that we played together. And uh, as, as big a highlight candidly for, for Rob McClanahan, uh, winning a gold medal was the night that my name was announced as one of the players who made the Olympic team because I, I worked along with the other 26 guys, actually 84 guys trained hard to make the team, but I worked hard to make that team. And, and to hear that, hear my name just validated that all the work I put in, the training I put in paid off. Do you, a lot of you guys still play hockey? Well, Davey Christian was out uh, Sid, on Friday night on the outdoor rink when they had the NHL alumni out there. He he went out and skated. They asked me to skate in that, and I said, uh, "There's plenty of other things I can be bad at, which I can be bad." So I I respectfully uh, <laughs> declined. Rob, you know, when you you know your your daughter is a great hockey player, is playing in college as well right now. So you you watched a lot of high school hockey from her vantage point over the years, and now you're back into the boys' game. Give us an update on what you see in Minnesota State high school hockey right now in terms of quality. I think it's a lot of skill. Um, there's a lot of parity, especially this year, Maxie, uh, in the boys' side. Um, there is no one team that's running away with it. You know, last year, Edina was, in my opinion, was a clear number one. Uh, they were just a real quality team. But this year, on any given night, you know, that's why they play the game. And, and so it, it's, it's anybody's ball game right now in terms of uh, who comes out on top on the boys' side. On the girls' side, I think you still have the perennial strengths in Edina, 
Uh, Blake girls are strong, although I would say they're probably not as strong as they have been in the past, but they still are, they still got a good chance of, uh, getting through that section. Um, so Andover is a program on both the boys and girls side that has really come on strong and, and both the boys and girls teams are really, really solid there. Pleasure to have you on the air, air and give us a scoop on hockey. Thank you a lot. Thanks, Sid. Maxie. Thanks, Dave. Okay, that's Rob. Thanks, Rob. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.